0: Hi guys, welcome back to Bible Plus. Today we're in 1 John chapter 2. So we're in John's epistle, and this is one of the final books of the entire Bible that was written. Pretty awesome. In John's gospel, remember, we saw that the divine life was presented to man. We have verses like uh, John fourteen six. Jesus says, I am the life, and that's the divine life. And verses like ten ten in John, He says, I have come that you may have life and may have it abundantly. In the epistle here, um, John is not just presenting the divine life, but he's showing us the fellowship of the divine life. He's not fighting only to show that Jesus is divine and that Jesus is God, but fighting to keep the believers in the fellowship of this divine life. Uh, The fellowship, it's like the movement, uh, the traffic, the current if you will, of the divine life. It's the flow of the father, the son, and the spirit flowing among all God's children. Um, guess what? When we're kept in this flow, everything is well. Uh, the Christian life, it's a, it's a life that can only be fully lived out in the divine fellowship. Uh, when we're not in the fellowship, the Christian life is really a chore, a duty. And frankly, its it's just not possible. But when we're abiding in the fellowship, in the divine love, walking in the divine light, guess what? The Christian life is spontaneously lived out among us. So this divine fellowship is so awesome. Um, It's kind of like this, kind of like a toaster oven. This is just an example, a toaster oven that gets unplugged from the electrical outlet in the kitchen Uh, that toaster oven it can try its best to to heat up and get warm and try try to try to toast bread or even recall upon its days of being a toaster but deep down uh, there's nothing it can do unless it's plugged in once it's plugged into that 110 volt electrical outlet you know what there's going to be there's going to be a lot of toasting going on Uh, once it's plugged in there's an electrical current restored No one has to tell the toaster it's a toaster or tell the toaster what it should do. It's clear, (laughs) just like us, when there is the flow of electricity. Likewise, so the Christian is clear on who God is, where we are, and what we should do uh, when we have the fellowship of the divine life, this current, this movement, this flow of the divine trinity. So John, he's helping the believers in this epistle to see this flow of divine fellowship and that it's conditional. Okay, did you get that? It's conditional. That I mean, there's conditions that need to be fulfilled to keep it. That is, it needs to be maintained by us. Uh, when we sin, either against God or man or our brothers, we remove ourselves from the fellowships. And that doesn't mean that we're no longer saved or children of God. We're reborn as God's children. But We need to restore and to maintain the fellowship with God and with our fellow brothers. So in this chapter, chapter 2, we're going to look at something amazing today for helping our abiding and remaining in the divine fellowship. This is the anointing of the Spirit. Uh, Chapter 2, verse 20 says, and you have an anointing from the Holy One and all of you know. All right, so this anointing is the moving and working of the indwelling Spirit. It's actually typified by um, something in the Old Testament called the anointing oil uh, in Exodus thirty. in In this chapter of Exodus, Exodus thirty, uh, when the tabernacle was erected and raised up by God's people, and they were serving Him as priest, before they could serve Him, there was something called the anointing oil that had to be applied to all of the tabernacle all its furnishings, and even all the priests. It was like almost, (laughs) it'd be strange to us. You're taking this oil and just rubbing it everywhere. But it symbolizes God in Christ as the Spirit coming to man, reaching us with everything he is and everything he's gone through, including his death and his resurrection. That's why uh, John calls it the anointing here, the anointing Spirit. This allowed God's people to serve him and know him in the Old Testament. Likewise, for us as regenerated believers, this anointing spirit moving and indwelling us and abiding in us allows us to know God the Father and know the truth. All right, let's look at this other verse in this chapter 227. And as for you, the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. And you have no need that anyone teach you, but as his anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie. And even as it has taught you, abide in him. Amazing. Okay, so this anointing abides in you, not just upon you. And you have no need that anyone teach you. Um, <laughs> What does that mean? Let's read this explanatory note here. Concerning the indwelling of the divine trinity, We do not need anyone to teach us. By the anointing of the all-inclusive spirit, who is the composition of the divine trinity, we know and enjoy the Father, the Son, and the Spirit as our life and life supply. Um, That is awesome. And his anointing, uh, it teaches us, what does it say in the verse? Concerning all things. Um, What does that mean? Let's look at this one. It is not an outward teaching by words but an inward teaching by anointing through our inner spiritual consciousness this teaching by anointing adds the divine elements of the trinity which are the elements of the anointing compound spirit into our inner being and i love this picture it's like the repeated painting of some article the paint not only indicates the color but also by coat upon coat being added The elements of the paint are added to the thing painted. So it's in this way that the triune God, like paint, as the Spirit is transfused, infused, and added into all our inward parts, all the parts of our being, so that we may grow in the divine life with all the divine elements that are in Christ. Okay, I know that's a mouthful, but that is awesome. This is all that we have in the the anointing that we have from God. And even as this anointing has taught us, the last part says... Uh, What do we do? And even as it has taught you, we abide in him. We're being helped to abide and remain in the fellowship. This word abide means to stay in a place, state, or relation, hence to abide or dwell. Um, This is so awesome. We're getting so much help. Thank the Lord for such a provision, the anointing spirit. We don't have need for anyone to teach us concerning the Trinity or the truth. And this anointing moving in us is adding his element to us, and it's teaching us and training us to remain in him. Because guess what, guys? The Christian life is lived out when we're in this fellowship. We have everything when we're here, and I hope you all have a day full of this divine fellowship, walking in it, learning to abide in his love. And when we fall out, Just applying 1 John 1, 7, the constant cleansing of his blood from every sin. And 1 John 1, 9, that when we confess our sins, we're we're cleansed and forgiven from every sin and all unrighteousness, and we're restored to abide in him, walk in him. He's moving in us as the Spirit. Um, Thank you guys for joining. This was 1 John chapter 2, today's Bible Plus. Have a wonderful day.